the more that I hear from couples, I think there's a lot of people who are in relationships who are still single parenting, but they have expectations that I, that I don't have and they have disappointment that I don't have as a single parent. When I come home, I can cook my own dinner and all I have to worry about is, you know, getting my daughter to eat her vegetables. Today we are joined with Erica, who is the host of Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Erica, thank you for joining me today. Of course. I'm excited to be on Period Sis, girl. Thank you for having okay, me. Okay, look at you. No, of course. <laughs> so I'm excited. As you guys know, this is yet another tale of womanhood. And we are talking today about single parenting. I think there's a lot of stigmas behind women who are single parents. And mind you, it's not like we choose to be, or I say we, because here I go, including myself with I'm my like, child. Oh, you, got a, you got a baby? Oh, shit, Mandy. <laughs> I mean, what I got a kitten, you? bitch. Right. I do got a cat. You know, I got Bodie. Uh, um, Caucasian, yep. So, <laughs> so I guess let's let's start off with that. Um, let's start off with kind of the stigma surrounding it and kind of your thoughts before having your daughter, what you thought about um, being a single parent or if that was something that you feared at all. Um, just, you know, with what we think a single parent means. I think a lot of people think that we're kind of doomed to be single parents, which I felt like, damn, am I part of this stigma, this statistic where Black women are constantly, you know, left being single parents? Um, I think also people think, what did she do? <laughs> what did she do? Right. Or where is the dad? Does Is there a dad? Like, did, were they together ever? Was it a one night stand or um, that her life must be so difficult or so hard because she is a single parent? I mean, for me, I, I'm, I'm the product of a single parent. My mom was a single parent from basically the beginning of my birth. <laughs> so I was raised by a single mom. So for me, like I... I watched her struggle, but I also watched her soar. You know, my mom is my my mentor and um, I look up to her. She's done she's done incredible things being a single parent. So for me, like I did I knew I knew that I didn't really want to be a single parent. Obviously, this wasn't the plan. Um Right, but I think my, the, my, the basis of my my podcast, um, which includes my, my my other host Jamila, we're both single moms. Um I think it's kind of dispelling that idea that suddenly your life is over, that suddenly like we don't, we can't succeed. Our parents, our kids are, are, are doomed to possibly suffer in some way because we don't have a man in the house. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I grew up in a single parent household and what's crazy is I've had that fear of being someone's baby mom or being a single parent because I, I do know, although my mom raised three strong women, it was hard on her. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's so crazy, too, because there's this negative stigma surrounding being a single mom, yet that same stigma isn't applied to being a single father. Mm -hmm. what are you what are your thoughts about that especially now that I'm older and I'm dating people I just know even my mind goes to a different place when I hear of someone being a single dad you know what I mean I think because the, the bar is so low for men that <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> I think the bar is so low that if a, a, a woman or someone hears of a, a father or he's labeling himself as a single parent they're almost like revered um celebrated if you will uh because 
you know, wow, you're doing it. You're a single dad. Like you're taking care of shit. Um, so I don't know. I mean, even in dating, like I find that, you know, I, as a single person, a single mom, like dating has been really interesting for me. I think that, you know, a lot of people, men, you know, will shy away from a woman that has a child. Um, where, whereas on the, on the flip side, a lot of times women don't shy away from men that have kids. And I don't really know. I don't really know the difference. I mean, I guess one of the big differences Mm. is, is that, women are usually take on the grunt of the work. And that just means even just having your child most of the time versus the father. I mean, I'm, I don't want to speak for all men because there are some single dads out there where the mother's not involved in all at all. And they're taking on all, all that whole responsibility of, of being the sole parent. But um, I don't know. I think in dating, you know, what I've found, and most people won't say it. They won't say like, hey, I don't really want to date you because you have a kid, which equals baggage to a lot of people. Whereas with a man with a kid, it's almost like, oh, well, you must, you, 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 you must be a nurturer or you, or I don't know. I just feel like it's looked at in a more positive light or it's not, it doesn't play a factor in whether or not someone wants to date. Is that a first date or immediate conversation? Or is that something that you have in, on the dating apps? Like, do you say single mother? Do you say mother of one? Mm -hmm. Is, is that how you've, kind of defined yourself in the dating realm and you let them know early on that you have have a child? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because I'd rather let you know now. So let's not let's not continue the conversation if it's an issue. Even even still, like some men will say it's not an issue. And then as time goes on, it will become one because maybe I'm not available at the drop of a hat. I can't fly to Miami tomorrow, you know, like, right. So, those, so inevitably those, those type of things come up and then they realize, okay, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. Um, but I know like when I first became single, to be honest, I'm gonna keep it real. Like I was a little bit insecure about having a kid. Like I, I didn't know if I should put that on the dating app. I didn't know if like I should lead with that. In fact, I didn't at first, like when I first joined, oh, Tinder, wow. when I first joined Tinder, I didn't, I didn't, I never talked about my kid. Part of it was because I felt like I was protecting her. But then another part of it was like, I felt like maybe I would be less desirable. Um, But for me, you know, obviously I've I've pushed way past that and having my podcast too. Like I feel so, I'm so empowered by being a parent. I'm so empowered by being a single mom and it's nothing can really get in my way. So for me, like if you can't, if me having a kid is a negative to you, then you ain't my nigga. (laughs) I guess so. I mean, was it the stigma around it? Like what gave you kind of that insecurity in the beginning um, of being a single parent? Um, Just because I know that there's a lot of women that are probably listening and some who may be newly single parents themselves. Um, Where did that insecurity come from? But also, how did you get past it? I felt like, wow, I'm so young, right? Like I'm young and I just didn't want anything to like be stacked against me at the time. And to be honest, when I first joined mm. dating apps, like I was, I wasn't looking to like be in a relationship anyway. I was just looking to like hook up and meet people. <laughs> so to be honest, I was like, do they really need to know I have a child? Probably not. I don't know. Um, but I think uh, what really um, kind of pushed me away or, or empowered me to lead with that Um it's just time. It's time and talking to other moms, talking to other people with kids, seeing the relationships that they've gotten in, happy, happy, happy marriages, happy relationships, leading with that, you know? And for me, like, you know, you know, Mandy, like our lives are pretty transparent. Like our shit is all on the internet. (laughs) Right. 
So I can't, how could I? I think that may be more um, pushing men away now than a baby. I think they would rather me just have a baby than have a goddamn sex podcast. Girl, that's a whole other conversation. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, But I think talking to other people and, and, and hearing their stories, I think also my partner Jamila, like, I think we just bounce so much shit off each other and we just hype each other up so much that we're just like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck that. I can be, I can be sexy. I can still date. I can fuck. I can have one night stands. I can do all that shit. I can be a businesswoman. I can, I can, I can do, do it all and still be a mother and like be multifaceted. It's not one way this, this should look. And to be honest, like I, I can't hide my kid. So like I, I, I have, I, I realized that I had to leave with that if I really wanted to have a meaningful meaningful relationship or even just meaningful friendships. Cause I've met cool people just on dating apps that are now friends, like that are just cool, you know? So I can't pick and choose what I want to share, especially being a mother is the biggest part of who I am now. It's right. It's a really, it's a really big part of who I am and I'm proud of being a mom. I'm proud of my daughter. And yeah. So I don't know. Right. Go on. Well, I know you, um, you said that talking about it and having friends going through the same thing definitely helped you to feel more comfortable. I guess, what does self-care look like for you? Like, how do you go about maybe finding some me time? Is that, does that still exist with you? And, and if so, what does that look like to you? I have been with my kid more than fucking ever. Right. Right. Self-care has been more difficult, but Self-care can just be going, taking a bath at night. Self-care can be, you know, for me, like, you know, I smoke weed. So stepping outside to smoke a joint real quick and, or, or taking a trip. Like a lot of time, I have a lot of friends, like mom friends that like their kids are five years old and they've never left them. Like to me, that is. what? Yeah. Like they've never like went on a trip. And I'm sure there's moms listening right now that can are like nodding their heads. Like, yep, that's me. And for me, like. That's dangerous to me. Like I have, like I have to take space in order to be a good parent. And I realize that not everybody has the support system, but you got to find Ooh, but it. But I like that. You I know that's it. right. I you like that. You have to. I'm not gonna lie. I left Bodie, and y'all know he he's just a cat. But I left him for like three days, and I was like, oh my baby, I miss him. I had my friends sending me pictures of him. I was like, okay, I'm a I'm a real cat mom now. Jesus Christ! And don't get me wrong, I, like, I be God. I be missing my baby, and I be having mom guilt. That's a whole that's a real thing, you know. Like you you finally are like, okay, I know my baby's safe. I know I'm, I need this, and then you go, and then you already want to come back. Um, what is but- mom guilt? Explain that. What is mom guilt? (laughs) My whole life? No. (laughs) Just feeling guilty for taking time for yourself. Feeling guilty about so much shit. Like just worrying about things that are beyond your control. Like for me, like mom guilt is like, you know, if I drop her off at my, my mom's house so that I can go, you know, be a hoe somewhere, you know, or like, (laughs) or like, Or like just go going to like the nail shop, just doing something for yourself. A lot of times I think society makes women feel like they have to be everything for their child all the time. And I mean, for me, like I went half, I went half on a baby. Like she had a whole other parent, you know, right. and, and, and thankfully like her father's around. So, you know, but even still, like I'll drop her off at her dad's and for like three or four days. And I'd be like, Oh my God, I feel guilty. Like, is she okay? Is he bathing her? Does she miss me? She'll call me. She, you know, kids be giving you guilt too. Cause my mom, she'll call me like, 
I want to come home. I want to. I'm like, nope. But (laughs) (laughs) but I think it's something that like I think every parent experiences it. Um, I I, I often wonder if dads experience it. I want to say probably not in the way that moms do because you don't ever hear about dad guilt. You just hear. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and and that's something even. I mean, shit, my dad wasn't, he didn't grow up with me in the house. We we maybe saw him, I don't know, once a month during a good time, if we were lucky. Um, and I know even now as an adult, because he paid child support and because he saw us once a month and, and made sure we had name brand shoes when school started, he now feels like we owe him. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. my, my, mommy took care of everything. Mm-hmm. She showed up to my sporting games. She made sure there was food in the house. And I don't I don't think that people realize that even if you're co-parenting, the single parent and and the the, the parent who keeps the child the most literally changes their whole life. Like my mom had to think about the amount of bedrooms when we moved into houses and certain shifts at work she could take you know, because she had to pick us up and drop us off from school. There's just a lot that I don't think the other parent even has in mind when this happens. I know you also just brought up not only the fact that you were raised by a single parent, but kind of the mommy guilt that your your child gives you sometimes. What do you feel like the effects are on children, even when we get older, for those of us who are raised in single parent households? I mean, I, I mean, I guess it's a case by case situation, you know, depending on, right. you know, how active the other parent is, the kind of tribe or support system your your your, mo- your mother has. I mean, for me, like my mom was a professional makeup artist, so she was gone, you know, 16 hours a day working on set. And so I had, you know, I had her when she was there. But I also had, you know, my grandmother. I had, you know, the woman who helped her take care of me. And I had a lot of love. I did. Um, but there were there were times, too. There's, there's, there's times, too, where I felt like, damn, like, I really want my mom here. Um, and she's not here. So there's a, inevitably, there's going to be effects. I think, you know, the way you kind of find balance is... <sighs> I mean, and I'm not always good at this either because I'm a workaholic. Sometimes you just got to say no to shit. Right. You know, like sometimes you got to say no. We live in the world of technology. I'd be on my phone. My whole business is on my phone. You know, like we run our shit through our phones. Like I'm constantly on my motherfucking phone. And I don't even want to talk about, you know, on Sundays, they update you with your screen time. Uh-huh. I don't even, like, no, even no, want no, no, no. to tell the people what my screen time is. Honey. Well, actually, today I got or I think on Sunday it said I was down eight percent. I was like, oh, she doing something. OK, Girl, I'll be I'll be down. I'll be down 15 percent and it'll still say nine hours and 40 minutes know, a day. Like, I know. Fuck. I know. And, you know, my daughter's my daughter's five now. So she'll be like, mommy, can you? Tip, put, put your phone down. And the fact that she says that already is like, makes me sad. <laughs> like, oh, but well, I want to get into you. You have a daughter and you're now dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so dating as a single parent, you said earlier, is tough as a single mom, especially with a daughter. I know my mom had the difficulty in when to bring her partners around us. That was a really, really big thing for her. Uh, More so as well, just for our safety, which again, is trash that just because you're a male, we have to fucking consider our safety. Mm -hmm. But when did you decide or 
how do you decide which partners you're going to introduce to your child? Child, 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 child. You can you can date a single mother, but committing exclusivity to build something with don't do don't it. Do it. Do it. Bitch, shut the fuck up. <sighs> okay, so this is something heavy, that I- heavy sigh. <laughs> Because it's actually something that I'm I'm dealing with right now, and um, something that I've been vocal about in the past. And I, so you know, I I've been single for about three years, and uh, I, I I've my mom, um, she I knew she had met like boyfriends, but they she always introduced them as like friends or like uncle, blah blah blah. Like I, I had I had oh, so no, many not the uncles. Girl, I had so many uncles disappear. I'm like, where's Uncle Da Da Da? <laughs> he died. He died, sis. He, you know, he ain't make it. He ain't make it. <laughs> so okay. I mean, and and there was a time uh, like a last year where I was dating someone more seriously, and we dated for probably about nine months. And um, he met my daughter one time at like in a casual situation, like lunch. She probably don't even remember um, type of situation. And for me, like I had these rules. I was like, okay, I need to be dating someone for like six months. Before they meet my daughter, it needs to happen in a social situation. So like she's doesn't, you know, she isn't intimidated or feel weird because my daughter's very possessive of me. And she's, I always call my daughter, um, her name's Irie. I always call her my mom because she's low key more responsible than I am. And so I'm like, my mom's going to know. She'll just know. So I got to be careful. Um, and then recently I, uh, I started dating someone recently and I kind of like, through those, all those things that I had decided about how to introduce, when to introduce her and how to introduce her out the window. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know, trust, like I, I trusted this person. I trust this person. So I'm, I'm no longer single. Actually, I, I have a boyfriend, um, which okay, is, say yeah. it, claim yeah. it girl. <laughs> which is new for me and totally new. Like this is my first relationship out of my seven year long relationship. Um, and it, it did move, rel- it did move relatively quickly. And it was something that kind of like, I wasn't planning on, I wasn't planning on introducing her to him quickly. I wasn't planning on any of the things, but I think, you know, like, you know, when it feels right, you know, you have to use your judgment. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some moms out there that have poor, poor judgment. So maybe you need to check in with like some friends and homies and make sure. But like, for me, like, I'm pretty self-aware. I'm pretty cautious. And um, yeah, like I introduced her to him recently. And and he- what was the what was the conversation that you had with him? Was there a precursor to, hey, I really trust you. We're getting serious. I want you to meet my my daughter. Like, was that how was that conversation with your partner? Um, yeah, I think it it was more so like, look, like I want her to. I, the thing about it was like we were hanging out a lot, and I was like, you know what, I'm tired of doing this separate shit, like having to do all this separate things. And honestly, for me, like because like I said before, being a mother is such a huge part of my life. When I'm dating someone, I feel like they're missing such a huge part of who I am when they're dating me. Like you haven't even right. seen me be who like you don't really know me, and like you ain't I, even see me throw down in the kitchen. <laughs> Look, I mean, I, or maybe, I, maybe, maybe you did. I, I guess mean, you could have to his mean, house. I do some mean ordering. Um, no, like you, 
<laughs> you, you don't even really see that part of me. And like, for me, I wanted him to see that because I already felt such an, I felt a very strong connection to him immediately. And I felt like, I just felt safe. And, and that's the only way I can describe it is that I'd never really felt safe in any relationship that I've been in. And I felt safe. I'm not going to lie. You're just hearing you talk about it. It seems like this is all so new for you. It like is. even how you're just like the, the pauses between you explaining, like I can tell that this is like, whoa, everything I thought I was supposed to be doing. I've kind of taken that away and done something different, but it still feels right. It still feels um, right. And, and we just actually went on a trip. I just got back from a trip um, this weekend and uh, I went with him and my daughter and friends. And I was really, really nervous about that. Um, but also, I don't know how to describe it. Like I was nervous, but I wasn't. So I that feel like okay. I feel like she, I'm trying to be very mindful of like how she's reacting to things and how, how she's taking it in. Because I remember being... I remember being a child and my mom introducing me to men that I did realize, okay, this is a man that this is more than just a friend. There's something else here. And like, uh, my mom moved the boyfriends in. So, right, I, so how did that affect you? Um, it's, it's weird because like I said, I just, I just know I don't want to be the, the single parent, but also like we grew to have strong bonds with those men that we didn't dictate whether they stayed around or not. You know what I mean? So having, having just a weird relationship with my dad, but then also growing to have relationships with these other men that we had no control whether they stayed or, or, or left. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If they made my mom unhappy at the drop of a dime, we had to completely hate them when our mom hated them. Mm -hmm. And then we would hate them. And then and then they're back see together. Them get back together. Mm, yeah. So it's just like, but wait, I thought I was supposed to hate you. So even I will say, as far as relationships, I'm confused with what a relationship is supposed to be, what a partnership looks like, how you can hate somebody one day and kick them out and then take them back in. I mean, so as far as relationships, there is a huge disconnect there, I would say for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess with you now, is there a conversation that you plan to have with your daughter regarding, I guess, a possible, is a stepdaddy conversation happening? Is, oh, girl, is girl, what look, respect okay, is Mandy, there? Relax. I mean, I know, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here. Okay, but so, like, I guess, what, what what levels of respect then do do you, do you ask from a daughter who's old enough to tell you, mom, you, you, you're spending too much time on your phone? I mean, she's clearly not naive to where, are there rules like... You know, I, I, she has, I the, in, you know? Because, because there are, because this is so such uncharted territory for me, I'm kind of letting her lead it in a way. Like she, okay. like she, you know, she's been around him. I've seen them interact. They like each other. They enjoy each other, which obviously brings me immense joy because that's all I could really ask for. Um, and she's the one who's like, Ma, she'll ask, she'll ask him like, Hey, are you going to spend the night? And he was like, uh, <laughs> and he was like, well, what do you want me? And, you know, and he'll, and again, like, because we've had these discussions and he has a child too, like he's allowing her to lead the conversation and she'll be, he'll be like, well, what do you want me to do? And I'm sitting here listening, like, oh my God, what is she going to say? And she's like, yeah. As and she'll be like, yeah, you do what you want. Do what you want. If you want to, you can. And I'm like, what? I love that. As someone dating then as, as a single parent and now dating and possibly building a new 
relationship, do you find it easier to be in relationships or dating people with kids than uh, dating those without? Um, uh, I prefer, I, I think I, I, you know, so I made a manifestation list when I, when I was, when girl, I, what was on that manifestation list? Be Simone, talk to us. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I made a list of just all the things that I wanted. One of those things was that I wanted a man with a, with a child, just because I felt like they would understand my responsibility more than one who didn't and would understand my time, would respect my time. Um, mm. and so that's what I got. I got exactly what I, what I asked for on that list. Um, but I think, you know, I think it's a conversation too, like, you know, even, so even like, because this, I just started dating someone like, and I went on a trip with my daughter and him, like I had to check in with her dad, you know, like I can't just assume that he's cool with it. You know, that, like I said, we went half on a baby. He has, he has rights around who I share my time with in front of my child. So, absolutely. um, and that was a really scary conversation for me because I've never had that conversation with him and, you know, that can be uncomfortable to be, that could be triggering. That could be a lot of things. And thankfully, you know, me and him often, you know, we don't always get along, but like we have mutual respect for one another. And uh, he was really receptive to it and really supportive. And that's all I could ask for. And like my daughter, you know, I just, I, I think because it's new, I, I have checked in with her and asked like, how do you feel about, you know, my new bae? <laughs> do you like him? <laughs> and she, and she tells me yes. And until she tells me no, like, we're going to continue going and, and continue pushing through. And like, it's just a matter of, I think, checking in with, you know, your partner, checking in with your kid. Right. Those are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. They really are. And, 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 like, and I they think are. Really, in- I think it's really important to check in with them and let them kind of, obviously they're not, they're young. You can't let them lead the whole shit. But even them being young, like, I think that we definitely discredit how much, children know again just going back to me growing up in a single parent household my mom would definitely ask us whether we liked a guy or not but also we would determine our answer based on if we could see that my mom was in a better mood or someone was making her happy and so as as children we do notice you know, different moods or upbeats in our parents when they're dating someone that they're enjoying. So if my mom, if, if I noticed that someone was making my mom happy, it wouldn't be to where I would not want her to be happy, essentially. You right. know what I mean? Right. And I think even me, like I'm, I've, my daughter is in like, she's five. So she's going through a lot of stuff between COVID and all these things happening. There's a lot of like changes that have happened quickly for her, whether it's staying home from school, not being able to see her friends, like routine is just, it's, there's no routine. And then on top of that, introducing someone new into her life. So like, I try to be mindful of all the changes that are happening. I know that sometimes she, my, my, she's very sassy, like her mother. And I be like, oh my God, like you need to chill. And so like, sometimes she'll do that to him and like having conversations about like, how, how, like, how do you, do you want me to reprimand her? Do you want me to help mm. you with this? Like, because I can't, I can't lie. Like I've, I've felt triggered. I have felt triggered. Like, because my daughter, like, you know, will do something that I know ain't right. Right. <laughs> and he'll acknowledge like, nah, that ain't right. And then I'm like, wait, hold up. That's my baby. No matter <laughs> if she ain't right. It's like, <laughs> it, <laughs> Only it, I can tell it, it literally right, but- is. 
it's a whole mind fuck. It's a whole mind fuck, especially because, again, you're going against everything you thought you wanted to do as far as dating as a single parent. And now you've kind of, you know, took down some of the own rules you made for yourself. Before we get out of here, I guess, what advice then would you give to someone who who a, a single mother who's in the the dating field? Um, what kind of what kind of advice would you leave them with? Look, you don't even know what to say with you. You confused too, bitch. I'm just trying to think of like, okay, like first of all, take, I would say take your time. Take your time as far as like okay. finding the right person. You know, like for me, like I, I, there was no way I was about to fall in love when I first became single. Like for me, dating apps were great because it allowed me to meet many different people. Write down what you want. Like I think a lot of, I think a lot of people think they know what they want, including moms, because based on their last relationship or whatever, writing down what you want. And I honestly like checking in with your kids. Your kids will tell you if they start acting weird or like, like I said, kids are smarter than we think. I think, like you said, like there were so many moments in my life where I was like, damn, like I know exactly what's happening. My mom is, why is she spelling? Why is she spelling everything? I know what the fuck that means. <laughs> you know? And, you know, I think also just having those conversations with the person that you're dating. And and I'm, I'm in the midst of that. So like, I don't know, maybe we can do a part two in like a few months. Cause girl, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm trying to figure I, it out. I, I love dance. that you are. I, I love that you are in the phase of figuring it out because, uh, again, growing up, I know my mom was trying to figure it out. And mind you, she had three of us, but also three girls. So I remember her just wanting to make sure we felt comfortable. And it was always a conversation regarding the men she dated to make sure they didn't touch us weird or they didn't make us feel uncomfortable or they didn't look at us weird. And it was definitely always a conversation of safety. Um, especially as we got older. So I know that that's a definitely a, a whole different conversation with maybe I think that's a necessary having teenage one. girls. I think that's a necessary know? one. Safety is for sure one. I just don't want to, it's not one I would lead with per se, just because okay. I don't ever want her to be looking for fear, looking for like Agreed. shit. But it is a conversation that definitely, you know, needs to happen. And there, there's boundaries. Like even today, like my daughter, we, I was sitting in my, I have a, a outdoor sauna and she was like, I want to get in. And she was like, and and she was like, I got to take my clothes off. And then she was like, oh, wait, I can't take my clothes off in front of him. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, baby, go. Get well, it, at least she she knows that much. Yeah. Like, I think that that, that, that that shows that you are having those open conversations with her, but you know what? If y'all enjoyed this, just know we are going to have a part two. Maybe when y'all either break up or don't. I don't know. I'm not going to put that out on you. Don't put that on me, girl. Okay, so uh-uh. it's not. So maybe when y'all get married then and then he becomes stepdaddy. Listen, there's a oh, lot of ways Lord. that this can go. I'm excited. I want to have a part two just because I think, like I said, there are a lot of single single moms, specifically those with daughters who have this uncomfortability of unknown territory with dating new partners. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate not only for joining me, but you have a lot of these conversations with not losing yourself as a mother. And so before we get out of here, can you let the listeners of Period Sis know where they can listen to you, where they can find you and all of that good stuff? Yes. Make sure you- As far as the podcast show. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, as far as the podcast, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you, so my podcast is Good Moms, Bad Choices. You can find us on all podcasting platforms. Follow us on Instagram at Good Moms underscore. 
bad choices. We're also on Patreon. We have a lot of content on there. But, you know, we talk about motherhood. We talk about single motherhood. We're very candid about our life, our experiences. But we also are just women. Like, we don't just talk about being parents. I think at the end of the day, we're all just trying to connect, relate, not feel bad about our bad choices and learn from them. And that's really what why we created Good Moms, Bad Choices. Well, I love it, Erica. Um, I think I loved you. It was like love at first sight. Um, I know. know. And so, you know, literally, um, and I really want to just thank you for for joining me on this episode. So so thank you so very much. And again, guys, if you guys want to hear more about Erica's adventures as a mom, if you are a mom and feel like you are out here alone, you are not. So go ahead and check out Good Moms, Bad Choices everywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thanks, girl. Thank you. Sometimes single moms just catch such a bad rap. Like we are just out here just willy nilly having babies with anybody just because we don't have anything else better to do. Your opinion is wrong.